Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roll Better Podcast. I am here with... Who's going first? I can't see which way you're pointing. There's so many social cues that we're missing out on. I'm Matt Doran. Fuck! (laughs) Everyone at once. One, two, three. Matt Doran! And John Parrish. And I'm Barry Hindle. We're awful at this. (laughs) We are, again, obviously still social distancing. We miss recording with each other because it is much easier. Yeah. Um, but we are back. Um, hope you're all well. Um, today's episode is going to be us discussing our competition entries. So thank you very much to everyone that entered. It was really good. And so hopefully mm-hmm. it'll be a bit of fun. Um, first up, shall we start with our usual hobby progress? Who's going first? Uh, I just got models delivered. I've not done any hobby. I just play <laughs> computer games now. <laughs> yeah, Barry and I have discussed this. We were like, does, does John still do Toy Soldiers? It's, no, no, it's, it's mostly, I guess, WoW, Dota? Just WoW. Just WoW. Wow. Not even a fun computer game. <laughs> um, so, but you've had your Limbo Minis delivered, I guess, is it? Oh, well, no, even more, yep. Cool. You're eating on um, on the recording again. We will get an angry letter from at least Pash if no one else. But you'll only do it if you want me to talk. <laughs> you you are on push to talk, so you're deliberately choosing to talk while you're eating. Mm-hmm. You're, you have to do an extra action just to prove to everyone that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Dan, Dan, have you done any hobby? <laughs> um, I've done any genuine hobby. I don't know why I'm looking around at my room like it's going to be there. Oh, yeah, I constructed uh, some Malifaux minis. I constructed the Lucius box, the Dashel box, and some other miscellaneous guild stuff. Nice. And I constructed a pellet grill for my garden, which is not necessarily hobby, but it is construction, so... I think you can still count that. Yeah. And when we come around to play Toy Soldiers, we will be eating Dan's pork. Mm, can't wait to have that smoke pig. Smells good. Oh, I could looking at those photos you sent. I could smell the photos. It was I amazing. know it looks so good. Oh. It looks so good. What about you, Baz? You done anything? I've done loads. Weirdly, I know you have. I was saying that I was being coy for the benefit of the listen, listeners. All right, I've done four butchers, which is uh, Lane, Meat Hook, Princess, and Boiler. Um, and I've painted quite a lot of French. You also have Philip, haven't you? Oh, and Philip. Yeah, Philip this morning. You're co- correct. Five Philip this morning. Um, uh, paint a lot of French bolt action, but I've got to be honest, they're a, they're a bit of a slog. So I'm actually doing what I've never done before, which is sort of bashing them out batch paint style because I'm trying to think of how to put it nicely. The models are shit. <laughs> well, um, you absolutely nailed it. Yeah. So... A few, more than one, I've had to carve a face into it because there's just lumps of metal. One of them had such bad lumps of metal that I made it into a bandage. It was, you know, yeah, it was just you've, horrendous. You've shown me the pictures. I mean, your work on them looks really good because, like, those models are, are really small. They're um, they're not especially detailed a lot of the time. 
So yeah. what you've done to them, they'll look really good on the tabletop unless you get within about eight to ten inches of one, at which point you'll see everything yeah. that's wrong with them. Yeah, agreed. It's I think what it is, what the point I want to make is we've been spoiled. I mean I've been flit, flitting between things and you look at the resin butchers or the metal butchers or it's just a Gilbert model and they are just great. And then I know they've been digitally sculpted like they've been digitally sculpted. They've been um the, the molding process is great. Da, 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 da. And the Warlord ones are old school. And I get that. And they've got character and heart and all that sort of stuff. But we've been spoiled and they're just a bit shit. And I'd actually converted one. I thought I'd put a banner in one of those hands. So I cut the gun out. And it's when you cut the gun out, you realise that his left hand is about four mil like wide. And his right hand where the gun is closer to sort of nine mil high. When you cut the gun away, it just looks like a it's like a, an arm wrestler when they've got one arm massively bigger than the other. Like that Simpsons episode where Homer gets like a a weight in, for one arm and just walks around doing bicep curls all day. It was just a bit it's just a bit weird. So I've just been, you know, bashing those out as quick as I can. I think it was on um Monday, I think I did like a mortar team, a Piat team a guy on a horse, it was just like bashing them all out. And I was like, yeah, fine. You know, I've never been comfy with it, but forgive, with these... Forgive my ignorance. What's a Piat team? It sounds like um, oh, like some kind of field sorry. gun. It's effectively um, like a high-pressured rifle for anti-tank rifle. Oh, okay. It's a long barrel that just shot like a high-caliber bullet bosh into a tank. So one of those, yeah, one of those really early sort of anti, anti-tank rifles. Cool. Yeah. But um, when the thing is, when you put them together they are so much more than the sum of their parts. Mm. It's the same with any army, I know. But So I'm hoping that I'll carry the day. Absolutely. Yeah, no, look- I, well, I've seen the pictures of you when you've sort of painted a squad and they do look good. They look yeah. good because, like, you see you see the appearance of the unit. You don't look at the individual imperfections. Absolutely. And you know I'm a big fan of faces and bases, but when the models haven't got any faces, what can you do? <laughs> Come out. Yeah, that's what I've done. But, Please ask uh, season three Falcon players. Yeah, oh, yeah, my Volder Minerva. Yeah, I've got that one. Yeah, um, cool. But I've been enjoying. I've been enjoying my butchers. I think they've come out. I'm quite pleased with them, especially Boiler. I'm really chuffed with Boiler, and I'm, I just want to keep cracking on. But I just worry I'm not going to finish them all before lockdown. Is that that's finish. your personal t- personal target? Because then they'll never get done. <laughs> yeah. My personal target was to do the thousand, and I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to do the. I don't think I'm going to do the Guild Ball team either. Sorry, you went. You went robot voice. Your personal target oh, was yeah. to do what initially? The thousand points of French. Ah, for thousand Bible. points of French. Cool. And no one wants the French. So I might. I have to do some tanks to boost my points up. Not a bad shout. Oh yes, here are two French French platoons and RK on the ever chosen. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm Matt, pretty sure that's how it works. You've been doing tartan, right? Uh, so I did um, ta- uh, tapper. So I've painted up my brewers to the point that they're ready for tartan, and then I painted some of the um, broken toad uh, brewers bases because they're lovely. I still have to get um, flea. Decimate and probably stave and vet spigot if I ever get around to painting them too, to that level where they're ready for tartan. But everyone else is ready to have tartan done on them. And then I found a new um, 
a new tartan paint method, which looks way, way better than the old terrible attempts I made. Um, admittedly, it would have been better to do from sort of like the mini being base coated, but eh, we work with what we've got. Hindsight's twenty twenty. So Tapper looks really, really good now with this new tartan, um, but it's it's very arduous, and I've sort of I've I've drifted off Guildball a little bit in terms of painting it at the moment, and obviously we haven't got to play it as much. And um, playing on Vassal has sort of so you don't need to paint Vassal. Yeah, but that's sort of but playing on Vassal sort of dampened my enthusiasm for the game currently, just because it's it's not the same, and I don't get you know I don't I don't enjoy the game as much. It's just it's a it's not it's it's a shadow of the real game. What so, game is inherently a social thing? Exactly. So I'm sort of thinking, okay, I'll, I'll paint something else. Maybe I'll take a little break from painting Guildborn. It'll it'll help me come back to it, which is what's happened always in the past. So I um I bought a uh, this was a really good decision. Um, I bought a Chaos Star collecting box for 40k. <laughs> um, and I like I did it as a um as a this is a terrible decision, but this is a really cool minis because they're all so freaking metal. There's like it's like the skulls and the fire and the the spikes and they're so gnarly. So I thought oh, I'm just gonna buy them because they, they look really cool. Like the new Greater Possessed and the the Master of Possession with like the goat face skull helm. It's it's so cool. Um, so I'm I'm working my way through them. I've got seven Marines painted. That's it at the moment. But I'm doing um, lots of edge highlighting and like highlighting the inside so on the black on like say the greaves where you've got the gold trim i'm highlighting the inside of the gold trim around oh, the so black edges legion? sorry what was that dan your black legion yes yeah i'm going with black legion so i've read uh i've read uh aaron dembski bowden's um talon of horus and black legion books which are the first two parts of his black legion trilogy and it's just got me really amped up, really hyped and invested in them, like learning loads of new things about them as a legion, which I didn't really know before and how they came to be, which is really, really cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm getting quite enthusiastic about um, painting those, really liking how they're coming out. And then we got the, you know, the announcement of Ninth Age. So that's given me... Not Ninth Age. Ninth Age is a different system. Okay, Ninth Edition. Sorry, same difference. Ninth Edition, you're quite right. Uh, so that's given me sort of more reason to to build towards them. I mean, this is just us reinforcing the fact that we are a GW podcast, I accept. But... <laughs> well, um, we did get hyped for Ninth, didn't we? There's, like, we, we did a club um, Discord call when they did the... A watch so party. We did a, we did a club... did. You did, and you deafened everyone. <laughs> no one in that channel. No, me and Rich both left because none of you could just push to talk, and my ears couldn't take it anymore. There were a couple of people who kept putting their mics like too close to their TV. It sounded like up their ass. So I, I just had myself on a headset on Discord so that you couldn't hear anything except me when I was talking. No, but you could. You could hear your your stream. I don't and think I it said, was me because. No, you were one of the problems. Uh, yeah. Was it? Well, then why and don't I no one tell me? It. You kept going, guys, guys, come on, can everyone just sort this out? Well, because I, I can hear other people. You. It's you, and I, and like you just weren't paying attention. I was like, what's going on? I might have had you muted. Like, <laughs> muted myself. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I did. I honestly didn't realise. That's embarrassing. Oh well, I'm over it. I'm over it already. <laughs> so funny because I'm screaming, going, "It's you!" And you're like, "Guys, come on, guys, guys, who is this guy?" <laughs> Well, there were a lot of other people as well. I just didn't realise I was yeah, part. Yeah. Of it. I didn't realise I was part of the problem. But the fact that I've got to say it was good and we were excited, but 
there was barely any actual info. Oh, all. that yeah, that was an awful stream. We got, like, we found out barely anything. But then when there was those quote unquote leaked pictures afterwards, and we suddenly went Necron Angel, bikes, just a car. Oh my god, the just a car. Yeah. Yeah. Then we so, then we all got really hyped. So a bit of focus. Yeah. Now we've got quite a lot of people sort of hyped for Night Edition, which is cool. But they didn't. I've said this before. They didn't capitalize on that hype. No. If that's if they had waited for that stream to be in like a couple of weeks or whatever, or like they went here's the stream. Oh, and by the way, now you can buy the starter sets. I don't know how many I'd have bought. <laughs> if they'd have waited a, a, a few, or if they'd have just shown us what we got from like just I say again the quote unquote leaks, yeah. Two days later, they'd shown that in the stream. The hype would have been unreal. Well, we got we got the that, the leak. We it was one literally like twenty finished. seconds later. Yeah. yeah, I posted it straight up. I was like, guys, this is ridiculous. That's what we needed. Yeah. But anyway, but, but yeah. that's so that's what I've done. And I um I bought the noise marine. You know, the one with the guitar and the the big hair and stuff. I bought him just because it's an absolutely brilliant mini, and I wanted one to paint up as a. I'm going to use him as a libra- um not librarian sorcerer. So he's going to be my battle bard. But yeah. That's a good shout. That's what I've been doing. Cool. That's that's hobby. I've I have actually painted Gilball, so I'm quite pleased. You, you've been doing well. Um, one thing I right. So before we do the competition, mm. one thing I'd like to mention what is the Gilball field test. Yes. <laughs> What's the Gilball field test, Barry? <laughs> you know what it is. Um, you know I, what. You know I, what it is. <laughs> so. Um, I have had only three Guild Ball Field Test games. Mm-hmm. I think Matt's had two, and you guys have had zero, right? I've had one. I played one against you. Oh, of course. Good no, in fact, we played two, right? No. Yep, yeah, well, we, we played, played the same one. game twice. Oh, yes. Okay, I'll let you have that. Yeah. No, that wasn't Field Test. That was just regular, wasn't oh, it? Oh, was that regular? Okay, that then we've played people. one. We've yeah, definitely done one at least. Shows how closely yeah. everyone was paying attention. <laughs> but well, I just couldn't remember on which one that Vassal decided to shit on us. Yeah, uh, so I've I've struggled to actually find people who wanted to play because you know John's playing well. You two weren't that bothered. Um, I was interested. I haven't been playing much. I've been focusing on other things. Mm. I've been playing a couple of Vassal games with Jace Fox, but I, he wasn't yeah. super super keen on um, the field test, so we didn't do it. So. I've only had three, but when you go on the Discord and look at what people are talking about, three seems quite a lot. Hmm. It seems like, I don't know if, how many people actually did. But we, I'm sure it was the end of, well, wherever the sixth now. So it would have been not the fifth, week before, wherever it was. We should have got our feedback form. We didn't get it. Yeah. Sure. I was convinced we were going to get it yesterday on the fifth. We didn't get it, and I'm really, of course, I'm really disappointed. Um, we all, I know, we sometimes moan and shit, but we are still like fans. Sometimes we try our <laughs> level best to be fans. <laughs> well, I worry sometimes. And then, do you remember our last, our one of our last episodes? Not last episode. Yeah, someone posted up. I think I can't remember who it was, and said, "Guys, I started listening, but you were too positive." <laughs> Michael, it was Michael Klein. Oh, yeah. Michael yeah. Klein started listening to us and thought we were being too positive about the field yeah. test and couldn't finish. Yeah. So <laughs> in this instance, it just feels odd. Like 
I, surely that form's done and ready because I don't think you could release a, a test like this. Is it? No, no. If you were doing it, you would have had it ready. I'm not sure Matt's even difference. thought about what he's going to put on the form yet. Or lunch. But it just... So I, I really tried my best, and I know I only got three games in, but I did actually try and set time aside, and it just feels a little bit like, you know, F you. Like, you're bothered, but I'm not... Like they're not, they don't care about what we have to say. That's I mean, what yeah. I worry I mean, Henry K seemed to be doing more uh, more yeah, active Henry, attempts yeah, right. to get feedback on that sort of thing than Matt, than Matt from Steamforged yeah, himself. Like, and I think Matt really actually appreciated what Henry did, and I think that hopefully, you know, well done, Henry. That Maybe that's why we haven't got the feedback from because he was just like, well, yeah, Henry what did. Henry's done. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It just I felt a little bit of a slap in the face of like we bothered. Yes, not loads, but relative to what some people have managed, it seems a lot. And, I don't know, I'm disappointed. We're in a very emotionally abusive relationship with SFG. Where we <laughs> try to love them, we want to love them so much, and we love what they what they give us, but they, they do consistently show us nothing but, if not overt hatred, then at least sort of like derision. And it doesn't oh, matter but... how much money you throw at it, it just doesn't get any better. I mean, I mean, it's I don't know. Right. It's going to be different next time. <laughs> It'll be different this time. Say, they, said they all of the change. Kickstarter comments ever. How many episodes have we done that are like it's the new dawn? Oh, I don't know. There's been so several many. new dawns. But I don't I mean I don't want to bang on about this, but in this instance, just because it was coming from Matt, it felt like he cared, like he cared. it felt like it was all in hand, like he was looking forward to it. And we haven't got you know, we haven't got the this feedback. Might be a, or, um... It's probably me reaching a bit, but have we seen anyone else from SFG even mention the field test? No. But they are all on first. Then maybe it's just the left hand not talking to the right, or the arse, or any other piece of the body. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but... know if Matt knows if he's got anyone else working for him. This feels like a really appropriate time for that memento meme where they're looking at the picture and it says, don't believe his lies. <laughs> it's just a picture of the SFG logo. I don't think you, you know, nothing of this was conducted. Well, no, I was not saying nothing was conducted. It was. It finally came up on the blog, didn't it? But no, I don't know. I'm going to, we'll move on. It was on the blog, sorry. We'll move yeah, on here because we, like there, there's, a, there's enough hate and vitriol about that sort of yeah, thing I'm, at the moment. <laughs> Everyone we're knows. We're not it. angry. We're just disappointed. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. There's yeah. no hate. It's just I'm really disappointed. Like we, I tried. I'm a little bit angry. I'll be honest, because we've done. You know, we we try so hard to be positive about it, and we we keep giving SFG keep getting chances from the community to to sort their shit out, and consistently don't. True. But this one felt like an open goal. Like. Here's this test. You go play, and then I'll have the form ready. It felt like an open goal, and they still booted into the face of a spectator. Survey monkey. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I could make a form for it, like right now. Do it and email it to Matt, and just say, "Look, I put this together for you. Use it or don't. It's up to you." But there you go. I've taken it off your hands. Oh, I'm being so freaking cynical. Oh right no, it costs 25 quid a month. Otherwise, I would have. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sure I can find a free one though. We'll start, we'll start SFG, paper. do a kick, do a Kickstarter for the 25 quid you need for the Survey Monkey. 
Right. You see what they've turned me into? I used to be so on board with so much they did. Look what you've done. Right. On a side note, I, don't, I know they're saying it's delayed and whatnot, but I mean, Kickstarter's always delayed. I'm really excited for Horizon Zero Dawn minis. Yeah, me too. The end. That's my positivity. That's... Yay, robot dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think when we get that, can we organise to play Weekend 1 as soon as we get it? I'm into it, yeah. Assuming that we're not in like a third wave by then or whenever the fuck it's coming. Yeah. Some sort of weird dystopian post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Right. Well, shall we move on from negativity to there nothing but love? Yes. Yeah. So, because our fans are the best fans. We had our new challenger approaching competition, um, which was to design a player. And people did, so thanks very much. Yeah. Um, we were really dreading the episode where we sat down and went, so we we're going to review nothing. I was worried. <laughs> so what we're going to do, we're just going to go through and discuss them briefly. And then at the end, we shall each pick our fave and then see how it goes. And then we, I don't know how we're going to decide exactly who the winner is by what sort of, um, uh, we haven't decided the exact no, me mechan have, have mechanism have to do that yet. Have a mini plan, but let's, let's pick up yeah. our, well, I started using on, on, online, I started using the word champion. I didn't mean to, but I was like, yeah, it's our champion. So I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's like their SFG. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. But I didn't mean to. But, but well, well, are they? Those have never been officially announced. That is true. So I can use it. <laughs> We will pick our champion. Look at me. I am SFG then... now. I am, I am the champion now. So, our first entry is by Mr. Dominic Westerland. Yeah, Big D. His player is Comb. As you said, Hive Activity for Farmers Guild. It is a two-inch melee player. Move 5-7, tap 5, kick 3-6, def 3, arm 1. In point four. So Dom was a big proponent of having the beekeepers as the minor guild for the farmers as opposed to the shepherds who we've now got. Not that the shepherds aren't fantastic, but we all love the beekeepers before we knew they existed. Um, Combs, uh, stat line and playbook look fairly typical for a farmer's reaper. So it's, you know, two inch melee, mom two on one, that sort of thing. Now, comb is interesting because they use... Um, or they they introduced the idea of kind of pulse damage from harvest workers. So, uh, you've got yeah. Um, so character play, not the bees. All models within two inches of this uh, two inches of target friendly harvest marker take two damage, and then you remove the harvest marker, which is really cool. So that's cost one as well. So it gives a nice little bit of pulse AOE damage to to um, to the farmers, which is really nice. I like that a lot. And to be able to hand out fear is the other one, unbeatable defense. Um, that's pretty amazing. I think putting fear on some farmers' models could be could be quite nice. Yeah. Cover windling bees. Cover windling bees. And I'm I loving it. I, I, really I think I'd quite like unbeatable defense to say target non-captain, but I might just have thresher PTSD. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, a, a thing worth mentioning at this point is that at no point did we say any of these characters had to be or players rather had to be balanced. We just no. wanted cool ideas. Oh, so no, yeah, I was going to say, don't worry, wait till the later ones. For oh, some of them are not balanced. Oh, fine. good lord! No, some of them really need to take a long, hard look at themselves. There's a couple I think people have absolutely nailed that you would go right. Well, that 
that could be released tomorrow. I mean, to me, Dom's is along those lines. I mean, Dom obviously yeah. works for SFG. He knows what he's doing. He, he's pretty good on this sort of thing. He's put some real thought into this player, and it's obviously a, uh, a, <laughs> a subject very close to his heart. But, like, stuff like... Um, so the character has fear, and he's got things like, they're in my eyes, and yeah. the character's playing not the bees. So there's lots of, like, little pop culture so references. It has... It's one of the things that I really like in war games that isn't in Guild Ball that much, but uh, one of my favourite things is, like... Um, I think they called it like arc noding in War Machine, where you can run your attacks through other people. Yes, and that's what the trait there in my eyes does. He can declare attacks via harvest markers, which I just really like because I like sort of exerting areas of influence. I no, I agree. I really like it. A five-inch melee range, though, which is a bit scary. Well, no, it's not a melee range because you can't take party blows and whatnot. Sure, 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 sure. But it is a really nice way of, of sort of bringing a, a, a new bit of utility or something unique into the Farmer's Guild. Um, yeah, makes Harvest Markers more fun. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, it, it gives you some sort of new ways to use them and you might look at having more of them out as opposed to being torn up for influence, that sort of thing. Who knows? I'm not a Farmer's player. There seems to be a tendency at the moment in Farmers to have all of your markers like behind your team. <laughs> yes, which makes sense because then it's meant to be the territory they're protecting or whatnot. Mm. But I like something that does it slightly different. Get a bit of aggression on them. Yeah. But yeah. also, Dom did a really cool little bit of fluff. Oh, the the background piece he wrote was lovely. It was yeah. this, this little well, piece of... of um... I'm assuming we're posting this and the background. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we're not going to... I won't read through the whole thing, but it's this little piece of... Um... Uh, honor basically sort of doing some stuff on the field and hive turns up and you can hear that when hive speaks it sounds like thousands of tiny voices as opposed to just a person speaking the idea or the suggestion being that hive is literally a collection of he's a gestalt formation of bees masquerading as a human um which i thought was brilliant i love the i just love the idea and it's it's very in keeping with the gilball setting of sort of magic but Maybe not quite. Jack Straw question mark? Yeah, or Cena? Like, all that sort of stuff where it's like, probably magic, definitely some form of it. But it's not necessarily WYSIWYG magic spells being thrown around. Unless you're um, Scalpel and Hemlock, apparently. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really, really liked it. Uh, or them, I suppose. I was going to say it was a player, but I really like them because it's, you know, it's unknown, unknown a lot in the card. Um, so we don't really know what's going on with Hive. The Collective. The Collective. A comb, not Hive, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Comb, Hive of Activity. There cool. Well, thank you, Dom. I loved it. Absolutely. Uh, so next, now I'm trying my best. What do we... Bartholomew? I think we can go with Bartek. Of I believe you want to go with Bartek. Yeah. Of course it's Bartek. So Bartek's. Now, I like this one. So Me too. I really like, like the art. <laughs> a little bit of a preface. I believe a lot of this is a reference to a character from Shovel Knight. Oh, okay. I believe that's what the art is from. And I believe Flowers of Antimony is the soundtrack for the area that um, this character is from, which I believe is called the Explodatorium, I oh, believe. Nice. That's some lovely reference uh, work, then. Shovel Knight. Uh, Never even heard of that. It's a, like, Metrovania sort of platformer combat-y kind of. It's very oh. good. I think I've understood about 26% of the last few words you've said. 
I didn't, well, didn't realise he was a character from that. He looked like a... I can't remember which game it used to be. There used to be there was some, some character in it like that. Anyway, that's all I was going to say. Um, that's cool. Well, well, I, know, I know when people um, like put references, they like to know people have got them. <laughs> yeah, that's, it. it's always nice to to have your reference work sort of acknowledged, yeah. isn't it? You want Captain America sitting there saying he understood that reference. <laughs> that is America's so, ass. So his character is called Plague, and he's effectively like a little familiary type thing running around for the Alchemist's Guild. Mm. Um, and I liked this one. I could see this one being a real one, being a real player. Is that a you wanted it to be a real player? <laughs> yeah, I wanted it to be a real player. Well, I, so I love Vitriol, and this player, he's, what he's written in is uh, an ability called, or a trait called Vital, so, uh, in brackets, Vitriol. While within six of the name for anyone, this model may use rest without spending momentum, which I quite like. That is really nice, yeah. That's good. Um, it's, it's sometimes nice, because obviously a lot of them got removed, but it's nice to see occasionally some of those little links between players that get involved yeah. in the game. And I understand why they got removed, but I, you know, because it was forcing people to take specific sixes. But I just liked it. Although, dear SFG, if you ever remove Honor and Harmony, I will, I will fight you. <laughs> I uh, for you. The the playbook is pretty alchemisty, so like no no real momentous damage, and a mon push dodge on one is <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Fun. And then you know the rest of the book is lots of push dodges, and it's yeah, it's that's a very alchemical playbook. Yeah, lots of ways to give out poison. I and really they, like the... Uh, so it's very similar to Soma in that I really like the costing of the abilities where it forces you to make decisions. Yeah. Yes, exactly. agreed. So, I mean, we might we should say them very briefly, but Flowers of Antimony, plus two net hits and poison on the next attack, and that can be given to any friendly model. Um, and then bomb burst is three AOEs within range that cause a two inch push and cause poison. So, but bomb burst costs three. Flowers of antimony costs two for a model with a four inch. And bomb burst is only range two. Yes. Yeah, but like so, so some really sort of nice work. And because the the push from bomb burst is just a two inch push, it's not away like uh, or directly away like staves. Um, bomb uh, barrel lob you can use plague as a nice way to bring people closer for things like catalyst and that sort of thing which i think is quite nice he reminds yeah. me sort of um alchemist hag mm. yeah. i can see that one thing yeah. i don't like there is yet another 5-0 defensive model for alchemist <laughs> <laughs> but that does keep him in or them in the um in the vein of the guild which is always really nice to see that people have thought about typical sort of tropes i'll say or all the themes of the guild and things that you see a 5-0 defense 12 boxes is quite alchemical again so the main shtick on this player is kind of bonkers but i'm gonna read it and he's got it as it's called double jump and it's once per turn during this model's activation it may remove the burning or poison condition from another model within four inches if it does this model may immediately use jump twice in brackets jump this model may be placed within one of its current positions Love it. So, from a, from a, I'm going to be snooty about templating, it bugs me that Jump is not a character play on the front of his card. Yeah, I see that. I do agree with that. Um, so, what I think I might have done, obviously nothing, like, this is just me because I like things like this, is possibly move Jump to the heroic. Sure. 
So you can heroic place yourself one inch and then you've got the remove it to double jump. Oh, okay, fair enough. I can see that. I think the. Uh, it's so mobile. Yeah. And the heroic is what. So it's a, the hero, heroic's a four inch aura, which is enemy models within the aura suffer poison. Who are suffering poison suffer minus two, minus two move. Which, which spoiler with bomb burst, it's everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so you can do kind of a, a weird meat hook impression where you run in, yes. poison everyone, heroic, and then kind of everyone just kind of stays where they are. I mean, this guy in combination with um, veteran calculus could be hilarious for just sticky bomb heroic plague of shadows. Hilarious or awful? Or, yeah. <laughs> it, would be, it would be awful to play. Hilawful. Can I also shout out one of my favourite things I've just noticed about this card? Go. It's the... the it's really stupid. Is it the beak and the arm clip over the... Uh, playbook and the <laughs> I really like it <laughs> I hadn't noticed that until you pointed it out and obviously that's just because it's just I've only just noticed it but it's so good <laughs> it looks he does look like he's leaping straight through the card it does make you want if you were to have the card I'd want that to be like you know when they did the blacksmiths and they did the shiny parts of the cards Yes. I'd oh, want the yeah. beak, the face bit to be shiny. The and green parts of that guy's body. I think anything green on that guy's body would be shiny, yeah. So the bit of the beaker, the arms, the badge, the belt, the face. I mean, definitely taking this too far, but that's what I want. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, i got to say, so this wasn't one I'd looked at in too much detail because I went, oh, alchemist, like that. <laughs> but, like... The, I can hear it. When I, went, when, I, when I went through it the first time, I thought, oh, that seems cool. And then I sort of c continued on my way. And when we've just gone through here, I thought, oh, actually, I do kind of love this. Yeah, I, li I like this one a lot. Actually. It's good. It's good. Yeah, absolutely um, loving that work. Strong. Right. Well done, Bartek. So moving on, we have Mr. Daniel Harwood. And he has submitted Bo, effectively little Bo Peep. He's to play for the Shepherds. I can't. I don't know. If, right now, I haven't looked at his revised one yet because I looked at his initial one and sort of chatted it to him a little bit about it. And um, my overarching memory of it was it seemed not okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> so he first uh, up, oh, yeah, go down. Uh, sorry, uh, Baz. He so we've got a little bit of fluff and a little bit of like a bit of background, a bit of story, and we've got a card. The art he's used is Bow from uh, Toy Story. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> and so it's, it's all very nice. We've got lots of little bits to look at. Thank you very much. Well, I think little... spectacular. Yeah, it looks like he's presented it as if it was gonna be launched at one of the like a fucking Ven like vengeance keynote, keynote yeah. night. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, which is really cool. Like he's done this little PowerPoint presentation as a, as it were. Um, but yeah, go on, Matt. It is. She's not okay. Oh, she's absolutely not okay. <laughs> so yeah, I really liked, uh, really liked the fluff. It was really nice. Uh, but Bo, a wolf in sheep's clothing, which is just obviously we were all looking for that reference in the, um, in the shepherds. And I didn't, I don't think there's anything really reference reference to wolves. No, it did not. Um, so Bo uh, has a two seven kick as an interesting note. So <laughs> so no like. Um, Football legend and stuff. Just a base two seven kick right in there. Which I think is one of the um, rails that SSG said they would never print. Yeah, never have an old number kick. <laughs> yeah. Um, playbook fairly sort of 
pretty pretty good. Mom two, mom three, mom four, spaced across the five long book. Um, so quite some quite good momentous damage going on there. Weirdly, low do low dodges, high push, which is sort of an interesting. Dichotomy. Quite, I like it so much. <laughs> Um, character play, wagging their tails. Target hook or crook may make an advance towards this model. And that is cost one or a guild ball, range six. Now, her only guild ball is on five, so she's not reliably hitting that off the book. But um, that's another way to make two already pretty mobile models even more mobile. Um, and then, insanely, she's also got assist, hook, and crook. Which I don't think she can benefit from both at the same time, though. Can, can she? Yeah, because uh, while, while it's, attack... it's been FAQ'd via Masons. Because cool. I couldn't technically get two um, stacks of assist. Yeah. So assist, hook, and crook, as well as defense support, hook and crook. So she's def 4 base, going up to def 5. Yeah, HP 10, so really, really low. But then when you consider that, a lot of the time she can be def 5 and tack sort of seven to eight relatively easily, the health is probably justifiable. Yeah, this is why we're uh, glad that uh, the Guildborn playbook is hard to hit rather than just like, damage, <laughs> and I get a crowd up, damage, I get a crowd up, start rapping. Yeah, it would be nonsense otherwise. Or would she be allowed to rap? Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> after the survey. Oh, we'll have to, yeah. We'll have to find a way to report that. Good work, yeah, Sorry, I'll, I'll get right on that. Yeah. Um... You can never get gang-ups against her. You never get gang-ups. You're just on your base tag. Even if it's just the one gang-up, that that's obviously becoming a, a real rule now. You just It's just no gang-ups on her. Um, and the last one is, if this model suffers the taken-out condition... <sighs> if this model suffers the taken-out condition, friendly hook and crook gain berserk. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I would just... Oh, there's a part of me that would just run her forwards and leave her to be eaten just so I could have eight attacks I mean, from Hook and Crook. I wish there was a way of killing your own models and shepherds. Oh, God, yeah! Because it just says if she suffers the taken out condition. So that's her punishment mechanic. Yeah. That uh, Genuinely, oh, it only occurred to me that was her... It's why she's not okay. Like, I knew it was not okay, but then I was, I was not thinking about the legendary from... The legendary from... What's her face? From, um... Herder. Herder, thank you. Oh, my God, Dan. Like, you're a competitive player. You should know better than this. He does. He, <laughs> want, he wants this. He wants to fuck shit up like this. Designer notes. She synergizes heavily with Hook and Crook. No shit, Harwood! <laughs> <laughs> I really like... I really like I really like the story. The little, I really like the little background. I think it was really great. Really good entry, I think. Yeah, I, I, I like it. Lovely idea. I love the two dogs. So, you know, the idea of something that makes the dogs even better or works with the dogs, great. Maybe maybe we take a, a you know a second look at this one and see where it is. Also, needs obviously, two-inch ballet zone. This is far Oh, obviously, yeah. I uh, would well, quite like wagging their tails oh, to be... Reworded so you can target each one once. Yeah. You could you could do so like hook and crook yeah, have you, different named things. You could yeah. make you could like wag. Well, no, because you can um, word it like a uh, fisherman's reel and that sort of thing, where you don't make it OPT, but you just say it can target each uh, once. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Just because. 
it should affect both dogs. I also, it could be quite fun to give uh, her, instead of wagging their tails, as another thing, just because it'd be fun and they already exist, give her, um, what, are the th- what are the things where they have, like, a way to me and come by? So she can make, she can make the, the two dogs dodge? Oh, no, that doesn't quite work because they dodge no, away from each don't other. Don't give her any more. <laughs> just, just make her shepherds flee. Just, just stop it. <laughs> Yeah, let's make her unpredictable. Let's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, it's it's a really cool idea, and I like I like how much work he's put into like the surrounding the, parts. Oh, the PowerPoint presentation. I, I'm, yeah. I'm a great advocate I, for I a PowerPoint. I also really like how this is Dan Harwood Games at the bottom of the cover. Yeah, it's in a cog. It says DHG. <laughs> I really is, like that. I saw it. <laughs> he's put some real, uh, real effort into the aesthetics. It, here. It's the little things that I really like. Mm. <laughs> He knows. He knows. He knows. Oh, and yeah, at the bottom of the card in in a yeah. black bo- border as well. Yeah, DH Dan Harwood Games there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really cool. Nice design. Insane, but a nice design. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well done. So, we are moving on to Ed Vando's entry, and he entered a player called Pillar. Oh, I love this one so much. So, yeah, this I, I mean, I am a mason, but I also... Oh, I love this one so much. I don't know also, where the art's from. Big um, shout-out, or thank you, because he also posted, I believe, all of the templates to make your own stuff in the um, group in, when he did this. In the, yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah I'm going to put those on the so page. So it's in something called uh, Coral Draw, which is a sort of... It's a fairly expensive program, but if you're... Doing, yeah, if you do graphic you design know, and other know. things anyway, you already, I'm assuming you a lot of people have that as part of their professional uh, setup. Uh, and yeah, he included templates and and loads of stuff for making your own cards and dolls, uh, yeah. paper dolls, which is a, which, a wonderful thing to have done. I think there's a PNG in there which I might put up. I don't. I haven't actually. I have to be honest. I haven't opened it, but I I will put the PNG up there and see if people can mm. have a play with it. Does he mention where the art is from? No, I don't know where it's from. I don't know if he is that his own art or did he get it I from somewhere else? I wouldn't have thought so because it's been cut. You can see the also, cut. Is yeah. this a long shot? I don't, is he the guy that did the Viking Masons? Mm-mm. No. No? No? Okay. No, I don't think so. It, least that's, it, was um... very, it was very Viking Mason art. Mm. Yeah. But I think, yeah, this, this one's great. Well, Dan, as our resident Mason, do you want to take us through this one? Are you prepped for this one? No, but I'll give it a Jesus shot. fucking Christ. <laughs> I never prepped. <laughs> He's just woke up. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. And honestly, listeners, he genuinely, about five minutes before we started recording this, Dan woke up. And I would point out that we started recording this at quarter past four on a Saturday. I also woke up at four to start my sprint. <laughs> um, I've had two monsters and I'm still falling asleep. Um, <laughs> uh, right, yes, Pillar is a mason. She is from Raid. She is human. Attacking midfield, squatting, because Masons like midfielders. Um, so she is, um, I believe she's designed to be uh, a sort of uh, aggressive mallet. Like, she's all about shifting people around and uh, a, a, a lynch. Uh, and she does a lot with uh, cover. Yeah, that's. I thought that yeah. was really clever. Which is always a dangerous thing for Masons, seeing as... <laughs> Um, armor and cover is quite good together. Uh, I don't know if blacksmiths have told you. I've, um, I've heard the rumours. Uh, so, uh, she has a legendary play uh, on a squaddy, which I think there's only one of in the game currently, right? It's only casket? Uh, 
Unless no, um, no, Hemlock. One. Hemlock and Zorola, oh, yeah. they now have their yeah, character yeah. players on Legendary. Uh, where she has to place a 50mm marker that is considered a barrier and is removed in the interface, so she can make her own cover. Yeah. Which is useful because uh, she uh, has back against the wall, while benefiting from cover, she gains plus one armor, so she goes up to 3-2 in cover. Um, she has uh, heavy impact. When this model pushes an enemy model into contact with another model, barrier, obstruction, deal that model... Uh, Deal that any model and the model contact uh, it connected with presumably uh, two damage. So her playbook is not very damagey, but when you consider that all of her pushes can turn into an extra two to four damage, yeah, it's kind of You basically want to find a way to like just pinball the enemy players against each other to do two damage to each of them every time you do. Mm. And she herself um, ignores cover when attacking enemy models. Oh, they really like the way that it was. Uh, there is some cool. things. So I really like the whole concept. Mm, uh, there are some things that I think cannot exist in this game. Um, first off, mom four on one, probably not okay. Yeah, tell that to cast. Uh, fine. Um, it's um, and the second thing is, I believe, or she's very good. Killing her own models, which I'm not sure should be in the game. Yeah, so I was just thinking, with heavy impact, if you want to try and push someone into base to base with a friend, which is something you quite often will do in Guild, yeah. you'll be going, okay, I want to put you in base to base with them so they can start attacking you and not worry about counters. Every time you do that, you you cause two damage to your friendly model. That as an idea, as a sort of well, if you want that benefit, yeah. you're taking damage. True. Yeah. And you can also weaponize that in good things, like you can free up. Uh, jail models. I also like the fact that she can heavy impact into herself, which I love the idea of her just sort of like uh like clothes lining. Oh I had it as like a headbutt. Yeah. Just like anything like that. I just really I, I improve. She's like uh, a yeah, cross I, between I Lagatha and um what's the what's uh, Armstrong? What's the uh uh Louise Armstrong's sister? Olivia Armstrong. Yeah. From FMA. She reminds me Alexander Armstrong. I said Alex Louis Armstrong. Did I? Or did I oh, mumble? I think I missed, mumbled you Alex. Alex. Oh, sorry. You said I Louis Armstrong. I'm like, uh. no, not Louis, not Louis Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also really like her character play. Um, a three inch push directly away and knockdown is a nice sort of big impact yes. thing, which sort of, again, like you say, you can see the the similar DNA between her and Mallet, but they do act differently. Yeah. I think her legendary just needs a um, a range because currently you can put that fifty mil marker wherever the fuck you want. I also want to double check something, which might also be something really light vibe. But you know, overall, I look at this and I think, I mean, it, it would definitely need some changing to go into the game. But yeah. it's not one that you look at and like Harwood's one and immediately go, "Well, that needs fucking fixing." Like. <laughs> There's a and this one yes. feels a lot more so, of a this needs more clarity as it is and hmm. also there's gonna be so many questions that come around this one of if I do X does X happen yeah like if, if someone is base to base, base with someone yeah. yeah if I'm already in base to base can I be pushed into base to base with someone I also uh, I've just checked it uh, I really like the idea of because granite's got between a rock oh no no yeah I, so when so no, when granite brilliant. wanders in after someone take after pillar takes damage and then she can just slam them into granite. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I, yeah, yeah. This one, I this one's clever. This one's clever. 
I'm like one... a, it's like a brick met mallet combo, and I fucking love it. Yeah, she, I mean, she she has a lot of. You can see where she fits into the to the Masons roster, and really feels like she's part of it. I w I really like as well that she's another model, and we've seen. I mean, most of the models already so far that we've seen are bringing in some new ideas for mechanics. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and I'm just like I'm loving the creativity so far. But you mm. know, Def three one sixteen boxes. She seems okay at first until you realise she's going to be in cover with plus one armor a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, oh, she chunk. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so good one in Vondo. I like that. Loved it. Um, oh, where's the list? So next up, we have a player called Detritus. And it is from Will, or William, I should say. Bill, Bill Atherton. Atherton, who is friend of the show because he's always contributing, has sent us in Detritus. I'm not sure that he listed Detritus as being on a guild. So, but, from my knowledge, which I might be wrong, so I'm just going to double check this before I make a fool of myself. I'm luck. pretty sure uh, Detritus is a reference to uh, a character from the Terry Pratchett Discworld series, and I believe he's part of the Nightwatch. So, so his player is, in fact, the, his country of origin is Discworld. <laughs> if, you, oh. if you read Bill's email, it does say... This is a suggestion for the guards, who will apparently be the subgear yep. for the smiths. Detritus is a troll, a very big troll, and then yeah, he he sort of mentions that he's he's involved with Commander Vimes. So yep. yes, he is indeed, as Dan has said. Uh, you had me at smiths and troll. So, so he mm. looks like some sort of damaging mule, which Barry should be all over. Yeah, should be. Are you? I don't know. <laughs> so, three on three, I like. Two on one, I like. I mean, what's not to like? Well, he's written arm. Is that meant to be arm and deaf and then arm, I'm guessing? Because his arm at the moment yes. is three out of three. I think that's just an error on the card there. So he's, <laughs> three he's, out of three. But holy Perfect. crap, that means he's deaf three, arm three. Yeah. I really hope these guys don't have Sentinel. Although no, he's, I wanted he specifically to... <laughs> said, I haven't put a Sentinel on this because it would be insane. He's also not traded um, Apprentice or Master. Well, because we don't know how the uh, guards are going to work. We would hope it's like um, Rookie and Wait, uh, Veteran or something. He didn't, but he didn't put Sentinel on there because he thought it would be insane. He decided not to put it on there because there was too much on the card. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> quite a difference. It's not that he was like, yeah, I was going to. Yeah, not that Death 3 Armor <laughs> 4 was the problem. What? Love it. So, lock down the throw, yeah, it's Mule. Yeah. Back of card, iced head. Each turn, choose either plus three, three move, or Feral. Feral's Ooh. the free attack, right? Mm. Yeah. Wait, plus three, three move? Okay, that makes him a six, eight, but... So, I suppose you can choose sort of like a free attack or being at sort mm. of a, a, a sort of normal to high quickness. He, he would be insane in Smooths, wouldn't he? Like, I'm going to lock him I mean, down. This model would be insane in whatever guild you yeah, want. <laughs> I don't know what like model it. you're looking at, but he's bananas. Yeah. yeah. There's some interesting choices. <laughs> so, what's... In oh, Intimidation's the cook's thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Jesus Christ, he's got Intimidation, so you're minus one death when he's hitting and you. And he's beautiful, so you can't shoot at him. Oh from my far away. God! What's resolute? Oh, 
who can oh. remember Resident So, new, new ability field artillery. Once per game, an eight-inch ranged attack. That's a turn, turn. Game. Once, sorry, a turn. Once per turn, sorry, yeah, yeah. Once per turn, a... I can eight... imagine why you think it's once per game. <laughs> yeah. So, once per turn, an eight-inch ranged attack adding the KD result to whatever playbook result is chosen. So, it's like super long or Hawkeye or fast strike or whatever it's called now. If the target model is within four inches and not engaging detritus, add plus one to any damage result chosen. Yes, I need to read some. Does that and throw work how I think it works? Once because says uh, to whatever playbook. So you... Oh no, it's current location. Not your current location. I thought you were going like, to pick someone up and just put them behind you. Pollock. <laughs> it's still insane. But you're not throwing someone 12 inches. Yeah. That's, uh... He's got some stuff going on. Yeah, he's yeah. got some moves. Very good at lockdown throwing. With tax Very 6, good. intimidation. And the result is on 2. I'd love to know how many boxes he's meant to have. Oh, yes, he's missed that. One. I mean, considering he's def 3, armor 3... You'd, you'd hope it's not that many. I'd like, love another 50 mil um, base model in uh, Smiths. Also, I I love the... Um, uh, you can take lockdown KD on two once per turn. Uh, with field artillery. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no. It says once per turn an 8-inch ranged attack. Does that cost an influence to use? I no. can only... Because it's a trait, presumably, because it's on the same part of the card as Intimidation and Beautiful. Um, it specifically refers to itself as being on the back of the card, so no, just <laughs> there you go. Well, no, because when uh, stuff like um, oh, what's it called? Um, no legs in miners. No legs in miners. Fuse. <laughs> yeah, fuses uh, kick. Although it's an active trait on the back of the card, you still have to spend an influence to do it. Yeah, but this reads. It, I mean, it doesn't read that you do have to spend It's not been edited by SFG, so... No, I hope that it has to spend the influence, though. If, that's, yeah. if this is free as well, that seems cray-cray in a bad way. <laughs> this guy would just fuck up all the other teams. It's quite funny. I do like it. And I would... So, I do so like that's Barry's fave. Uh... <laughs> Barry, do you remember that troll model that you gave me back? Do you remember that troll model from... Um... Zombicide Black Plague. Troll, yeah. Yeah, that you that you borrowed from me. I, I I have no idea what Detritus actually looks like, but that's how I see this guy in my head. Uh, the other thing I would say, um, if you've not seen it, uh, is, is it uh, Bill? Is that his name? Yeah, Bill. Um, Charlie Culver has, uh, who is... Remember his... Twisted Brush painting. Twisted Brush. Um, has done a Discworld-themed Mort's team, or the start of one. Yeah. Um, it looks amazing. I'd go check that out if you were a Discord fan. Cool. Right. I'm just having a look. So, I mean, I've seen. I'm looking at people who've made some models of him, or they may be officially licensed models. His weapon is like a very small ballista that he's just picked up. Yes. And like filled with a hell of a load of arrows at once, or I suppose they should be bolts or quarrels or something. But yeah, it's it, like he's got little wheels and everything. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. So, He's a big cool. good boy, if I remember rightly. He seems nice. Well, thank you, Bill. I'm moving on to Pavel. Pavel Korpal. And um, 
All I'm going to say is Pavel definitely enjoyed it. He got into it, didn't <laughs> yeah. he? He got greedy. So, A, I'm we have... Be, be right three... back, keep going. We've got three players from him. Fucking love that. Um, we have... So, basically, they're three brewers. We have a mascot called Cuddles. <laughs> He's a little panda. I love pandas. He's adorable. Oh, I love I, it so much. I hate pandas so much. We've got a defensive midfielder called Craft and a central midfielder called Brewmaster. So, our resident brewers just popped to the loo. Uh, however, I think Parrish should take Brewmaster. I think Brewmaster's fantastic. And yeah. All right, it, after you. So, the whole character is based off of uh, a Dota character. Um, and literally, the abilities he's got, I love the synergy between them. And it's just how the character plays in the game. So the idea of having a character where you set yourself up, so you drunk and haze someone to neg their damage, neg their attack, neg their kick, and it means that your breath of fire then starts to do more damage. It just feels very brewer as well. Like, you're going to be scrambling, you're going to be hitting them in combat, and then you're getting the benefits of being there. I just really like it. It just looks like Hooper 2.0. <laughs> Just without the knockdown, he just seems to be able to. I mean, what does that do with the position? It's once per turn, but after it, he goes in, he drunken hazes someone on two with, you know, attack five should be getting it. Mm-hmm. Unless it's me rolling. And then. Um, and in Brewers, like. Exactly. And then up. after that, first, next attack, Breath of Fire. Model suffers two damage and the burning condition. Models affected by Drunken Haze suffer four damage instead of two. So you instantly, you go in, Drunken Haze someone, knock their death down, and then all of a sudden you just go four damage, burning. And then after that, you go for knockdown and you've set up whoever else wants to be there. Well, you don't need to buy the knockdown, you can just get it with heroic play. There is that as well. So the her- heroic play, three inch pulse, choose up to three enemy models within the pulse. One of the chosen models suffers knockdown. One suffers burning and one suffers a two-inch push. So, and they can suffer in, any combination of that. So they could suffer all three. The tribute to the game, and that's fantastic. So in the game, the in Dota, you have an ultimate ability that unlocks on levels when your character becomes level six or so. And the brewmaster that they're talking about is a bear. No, not a bear. Panda. It's like a, it's like a it's a panda that walks around. And when you press the panda's ultimate, splits into three different bears. One storm, one earth on fire. The storm, yeah. The storm one throws them up in the air in a hurricane. The earth one throws a stone at them, and the other, the fire one's just got like a an immolation aura, so it's always they're always on fire and setting the people around them on fire. And I, I love the fact that he's not just being able to get one element of the like the front of the playbook would have been enough, but the fact he's linked up both, mm. very impressed. I also really like. Uh small note the fact that uh he bypasses death three yes like, even, even though he's death three he's never death three he's, yeah i was just which, wondering which makes me very happy he's either death two or death four which is just like that that sort of violent swing back and forth feels very drunken and brewish i just like that he is he is not what is on his card yeah he um i mean when you consider like he's tack five base but base but with with crowd outs commanding aura and stuff he's getting like any brewer tack seven tack eight without too much problem um and then yeah you can like you say and drunken haze is not opt (laughs) it's beautiful now one of the one of the things he breath of fire is but drunken haze isn't and one of the things that makes brewers so great is obviously once you've got someone knocked down and you've got a crowd out you can start rapping 
that gets even more horrific when you can add other debuffs, which is why Stagger from Decimate is so great. If you're no, no. so the, the bit that I like about Brewers and the reason that I like Stagger is because it's a non-removable buff. Yeah. Uh, sorry, non-removable debuff. So if you can knock someone down, but they can stand back up, you can knock someone back down again. Someone else can stand them up. You know, there is ways to get around. You dirty knife someone, that ain't going anywhere. You stagger yeah. someone, that ain't going anywhere. Now you drunken haze someone, no, it's still not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you've got potential three defense debuffs, but this one also reduces tack and kick dice. That's just... I mean, removing tack from someone stuck in the middle of a brewer scrum is just... Oh, my God. Spectacular. Amazing. And, yeah, I love it. So, Breath of Fire, AoE within range, models hit suffer two damage and burning. And if they're, already, if they're affected by Drunken Haze, they suffer four damage. So, in theory, if you can, like, get this going to two or three guys, two or three other players, Drunken Haze, two or three, and then hit one Breath of Fire that hits all of them and does four damage to the lot, that's quite nice. I think this is a very clever one. I like this, mm. but it does. I would worry about playing against him. It's a weird one because of all of the. Obviously, he's done some research, or he plays Dota himself. It's a very interesting character I find to choose to base them of, because there's so many other designs you could have gone with as well. But this one, I think he's nailed it. I think he's chosen one of the more difficult ones and done really well with it. Cool. Before we go into craft, can I squeeze about cuddles, but? Yeah, go for cuddles. Uh, so, I don't know if it's intentional or not, which I really hope it is, but cuddles doesn't have a playbook, and it's actually a really cool design for a model not to have a playbook. And I it love must that. be. It must be intentional. Well, it's still got attack value, which is why I'm wondering. Mm. Um, and, and you can hit cuddles off the playbook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I would love it if it was intentionally not given a playbook and you just have this panda rolling around into people's <laughs> ways. Oh, I, my, my suspicion is it was left out accidentally, but that is brilliant that it just doesn't have one. And I think I prefer it without a playbook. <laughs> it looks let's so say, cute. Let's say the reason the guild ball is there is because it's from another player. Yeah. So to and keep uniformity. It's from Veteran Windle. Yes. Um, Therefore... Cuddles was never meant to have a playbook. Yeah. Love it. But I like the fact that it can only suffer two damage from a single playbook result, so it's rolling around as a kind of an arse to get um, uh, to get rid of. I just like it. It makes me I, happy. Something I like the me. reasoning behind it. Why can't it get hurt? Because it's so fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd quite like, if it is intentionally not to have a playbook, I would quite like it to be on a 40 mil base. But... <laughs> For maximum rolling and pointlessness, which I just—I really like it. it makes it yeah, I love the idea of Cuddles being the Brewer's striker. Yes, can still kick. Yeah, one four. <laughs> well, just running like rolling around, like oh, scored, yay! Someone's got it's <laughs> Cuddles has got the ball. Someone attacks you, declare a counter attack. <laughs> <laughs> they attack you. You sit there, grin, and they put the. Get- Knock on you go. You yeah, get okay. all your attack dice. No, you just roll your attack dice and say, "Okay, I tackle back." <laughs> That's it. That's it. Uh, how did you? What, what did you hit? Doesn't matter. I'm a. I'm a panda. Are you gonna not give me the ball? You want to see my face? It should have. Um, you know, like uh, Wrecker has that's not the ball because it's small, uh, furry, and black and white. That. Does Wrecker still have that's not the ball? 
did he lose? Okay, that? but like this is small yes. round and black and white. It should have that's not the ball as well. <laughs> if you kick a powder, you get a fucking vengeance token. It, uh, it's an odd one because his attention to detail and like, his players have been so good, so it seems unlikely that we forget it. But it's funny that it's not there. I mean, he put three together. It is possible he forgot. Yeah. But it's I sincerely cool. hope he didn't forget, and it's intentional, and I love it. <laughs> Classic dad. Uh, and then craft go Matt. Yeah, go Matt. Oh, okay, cool. And um, so, what, what I really like about craft is it's more beer tokens. It's more use of beer tokens. So, with also new... I need to feed uh, my cats a baby. Cool, go. Um, with new um, pipe pot, I'm oh, I love new pipe pot so much. So I'm really enjoying using beer tokens again because I've not really played much corker. Um, so what I like about craft is again, like I said, lots of beer tokens. So what do you mean uh, poison uh, with spigot? So this model may not be on the same team as name uh, name player. Presumably, I love a little nod to the fluff. Yeah, there's like there's animosity there. Um. He's got he's got six pack just like um, Pine Pot, uh, and the heroic play works brilliant with that. And it's a nod to I'm assuming Thor. Um, once he's had his first coffee, I think it is, which the heroic play is another, which is this model gains a beer token, and I really like that. Nice and simple, like baby uh, Corker, uh, beer me four inch aura. Once per activation, while within this aura, a friendly model may spend a beer token on this model. If it does, this model may immediately use a character play on that model. This does not count towards the max number of beer tokens that this model may use in a turn. It's very confusing. Yeah, but again. But it's, yeah, model A who isn't craft spends a beer token on craft. Craft may then immediately use a beer token that is on, oh, sorry, use a character play that is in model A. Is how I've read it. I think that's right. No idea, but it's wonderful and it's all mixed up. It's very confusing. So let's say let's say Friday uses it and has a beer token. Friday spends a beer token on craft. Craft may then immediately spend a beer token on something Friday can use for some reason. I read it differently. I have to be honest. I read it as that basically means they get quick footed or drink up Mahartis. Oh, I think you're right. I think that's what he intended, but that's not how I read it. Because it says this right. model may immediately use a character play on that model. I was thinking it's a character player that's on that model's card, but you're no, absolutely no, I'm right, pretty Barry. Sure it's like, you're 100 hey, right. Yeah, craft. Can I have one of your character plays? And that makes way more sense. Yeah, and it makes it makes him brilliant. The idea of like choosing—he's just like a node to give out quick foot or drink up my heart. He's kind of crazy and great. It's like Dan was saying the idea of like he likes the idea of more node play when we were talking about um, mm. uh, uh, comb, comb. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah I, and I do like that. Um, it also, I think it's quite nice to have Quickfoot in a Tapper Guild. Could be really nice if you're not running Esters. I mean, I know a lot of people don't run Esters anyway, but I'm not one of those people. Uh, what's Drink Up My Hearties? Target friendly model gains Shove the Boot in. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, there's a good reason that's OPT. It's cost one yeah. range four. <laughs> yeah. Craft is very much kind of not okay, I think. Well, but, but the 2-2 two inf cap. Like, I mean, can you imagine craft and pine pot on a team with tapper? Be insane. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, so this is just so many of these I look at and I'm like, oh my god, these are just some brilliant designs that I'd really love to see. I'd love to actually play. 
I think Pavel did great. I really do think he's done great. I think he's put some real work into these. Yeah, I'm looking at like both Craft and Brewmaster. I'm looking at just going. Yeah, I really want to try these in, in my Tapper team. Mm. Oh, can you, I just, I'm just thinking now about shove the boot like Craft activates, put shove the booty in on Tapper, goes off and does some stuff. Then you like activate um, Pine Pot and do some stuff. Then you activate Tapper with shove the boot in and like heroic, what like a couple more influence onto someone else. The amount of influence you can get out of a Tapper team is horrific with these with this guy and Pinepot on it ugh <laughs> okay <laughs> right I think that's a good descriptive ugh. Yeah. ugh I love it amazing work um moving on to John Boone mm. now first up excellent presentation yeah. So John's written a lovely little bit of fluff on it. I on think the, the art, I think he did as well. He did yes, it all up, yeah. Did. So yeah. he's got a lovely bit of fluff on like a bit of a sort of scroll manuscripty paper. And then we've got a COVID-19 hmm. satire uh, for, for the Morts. And he's also done one of the craziest players ever devised, Honk, a, a psychopathic goose uh, for the Farmers Guild. But he has done the artwork for both these players. He's put them on cards. It really is a top-notch presentation, I'd really say. Really put some hard work in. Um, so, COVID-19. I can't say that with a straight face. <laughs> Go on, that's taken um, away. Well, uh, Mortician's Guild. Two-inch Melee which I always like. Um, I, I'm liking the... Uh, the that I've got the poison. I've got, got the, the remedy. remedy. Yeah, I'm liking it at that. <laughs> so it's you know tap five. It's a standard mortician, really. Um, but I've got the remedy. It's clear condition from friendly model. Cost one or a guild ball, which they can hit on three. Um, because I'm trying to think, Mort's. What's what is their condition removal? Hemlock. Yeah, because mm. she's got smelling salts, hasn't she? Yeah. Yes. Um, so I've got the poison on the back of the card. When this model makes a successful attack, it may choose to inflict the poison condition on an enemy model within two. So you um, don't have to poison the person you hit, which is quite nice. Yeah. And then it keeps going on the uh, the disease thing. Social influenza. Enemy models ending <laughs> their activation engaged by this model suffer the poison condition. Oh, wait, I've only just thought. The poison condition on an enemy model within two inches. Is that a two meter thing? I hope so. I, I hope I so. really hope so. It is, yeah, it must be. Well played, John. Uh, yeah, social influence, enemy models ending their activation engagements will suffer the poison conditions. So we're talking more poison. Yeah. Uh, knocking the afflicted. This model gains great. plus one attack and plus one damage against enemy models suffering a con any condition. So with attack of five and a damage uh, track with one on one and two on two, you're looking at a lot of damage. Mom two or two, thing. not to mention. So suddenly yeah. a nice little damage piece for Morts. Yeah, Mom three. Uh, it's nothing to be sneezed at. Mm. And then I like a linked with Dirge. I love a linked. When this model's activation, then the name for a new model may immediately make, take its activation if able to do so. So Dirge could maybe receive a pass, shoot off, go and score. Ah, see. Um, she's got, but Corbett has no tackle. Which I think 
As far as I'm aware, every model in memory has a tackle. Memory doesn't, and neither uh, does Windle. Yeah. Right. I did not know Windle didn't. Memory and Windle. Interesting. Okay. One thing. I mean, you're talking about going off and getting a goal, like you always are, Barry. But <laughs> yeah, of course. What's what? What I'm looking at is this guy and Cosset on a team where this guy goes in, like, uh, so Corby goes in, does some damage links into dirge going into someone and then they've got one activation before Cossack kills them yeah i'm actually sort of on the 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 barry gold train with this thanks Dan. but in a slightly different way where corvid just murders whoever's got the ball and yeah. because dirge has tag along oh yeah uh, so corvid goes in against the striker with dirge i think dirge has tag along, right yeah. uh yeah uh, I'm not even going to check it. Uh, um, so, Corvey goes in with uh, Dirge against Striker, batters the Striker into the ground, uh, and then Dirge has one influence and just picks up the ball, rather than any sort of passing shenanigans. Assuming the ball hasn't scattered somewhere horrible, yeah. Yeah. Well, even then, Dirge has got an 8-inch jog, so... True. It just depends but where then, you are I mean, the goal. I the thing I like about that is... Switching up the sort of meta, if you like, so you're starting to actually assign influence to your mascot. Yes. Because Dirge doesn't often get a lot. I've seen um, quite a lot of Modigians players give Dirge one every turn. Yeah, for the singled out, surely. Singled out or the cheeky goal. Or, or mm. just running the ball away, if that's what they want to do. Yeah. Because, you know, sprinting 10 off over stuff is quite nice. Um, I haven't actually read um, all through the the Corvid fluff. I might have to give that a read in a minute. Oh, it's, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's, it's really nice good. presented with the with the feather on the um, on the mm. bit of parchment as well. Really nice. Dirge uh, does have tag along. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I knew he did, but I had to check for yeah. you know journalistic integrity. Uh, who, who wants to talk about the well, murder goose? It's a lovely day, and you are a horrible goose. So, uh, I've talked to uh, Dom Westland uh, about creating a um, a model in the uh, emulating the goose from Untitled Goose Game a couple of times, and that is exactly what John's done here. Um, Honk is <laughs> oh, it's so nonsense. Well, first up, we should say it's a mascot, a mascot reaper, but. Really, if you made Honk a squaddy, I'd be okay with it. It's, I mean, it's almost a squaddy anyway. Yeah. When you look at what Honk has on its card, Honk is I mean, is when like... you look at the farmer's mascots now, they're all basically squaddies, so... Yeah. I mean, yeah, they are. Like, like, what's that one, that chicken, that's the same as my brewer's captain? So yeah. what Bryce has employed, the farmers will be OP anyway, so this slot straight in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, I mean, that's... Movement 4-8 pretty fast and same as the donkey yeah so like terrible jog but really but quite fast on the sp uh, sprint however inf cap is 1-1 one, one, which sounds terrible it's like 1-1 one, one, Matt how will he ever do anything well they're also berserk and furious <laughs> so you're getting four attacks out of this goose if you do it right uh, the goose is tack four but mom one on one mom guild ball on two mom two on two uh, sorry two on three so, bleh, going through it, Mom 1 on 1, Mom Guild Ball on 2, Mom 2 on 3, and a 2 Guild Ball on 4. The Guild Ball being Aggressive Honk, 2-inch Pulse, 
knock down everyone within the pulse. Enemy models, that is. <laughs> I mean, it's not OPT. <laughs> it's not OPT. So you can honk one group and then waddle off to another group and honk that group as well. Oh, that's just like... You're not getting your berserk. <laughs> you are getting it on more. four. True. Oh, my gosh. It is bonkers. But that this is like quite a funny comedy one. I do like this one. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm trying to remember where Peace Was Never an Option was from. Is that like a... It was one it, of the X-Men films. It's also just a fairly common meme with the Untitled Goose. Yes. Where you've got Goose with a knife and Peace is Never... Yeah. Peace was never an option. Absolutely. Uh, so peace was never an option. Once per turn during this model's activation, it may choose an en a friendly harvest marker within two inches and remove it from the pitch. If it does, it gets anatomical. Well, you wouldn't want your furious model to be bogged down by like a black. No, no, you would not. And then territorial flappings, which I'm guessing is I'm, I'm I'm taking that as a reference to territorial pissings. Agreed. Once per turn during this model's activation, it may choose a friendly harvest marker within two inches and remove it from the pitch. If it does, enemy models engaged by this model suffer one additional crowd out. So it gets um, oh, what's helping hand? Helping hand or something like that? The Grange one. I mean, Jesus Christ, this goose! <laughs> what a prick! <laughs> I believe that's the point. Yeah. Hong. It is brilliant. Oh, that's. That's a that's a that's a good goose. I mean, he's eight boxes, so he's gonna die. But it's it's unusual where, unless you're playing, I suppose Falcon is where you go after the mascot hard. There's a few you do. Like I think it's a good idea to kill. Yeah, like you say, Frelsi. Probably good to kill Marbles. I always like to kill Marbles because he yeah. is a prick. Goat a, is awful. Yeah, there's a few others, but I think Honk might be one you'd want to kill quite early on. You better. Yeah. Yeah. Goose better go down. Get it. Goose, no, Otherwise, no. a furious berserk, anatomical goose is taken out by blacksmith's captains. You know, fuck this goose, man. <laughs> no, so I think to to well, Corvid really nicely designed. I think fit, sort of fits really nicely into the uh, into yeah, the team. I think there's some nice synergy there with um, lots of condition clearing if you want to take Corvid and Hemlock as your two healers into like alchemists or something um and really nice with Cosset or like you say for gold runs gold runs with um dirge honk is obviously just uh, i mean honk is honk straight up clown fiesta bonkersness mm -hmm. spectacular i think yeah. you find it the word clown fiesta bonkersness i think on my notes i put long... Yeah, well done, John. Great and lovely presentation. Lovely presentation. Good, good work. Oh, it's fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, well done. So, moving on to pillar of the Guildhall community, Mr. Henry Kay. Wasn't he the guy who? I love uh... this <laughs> No, I was, I was going to go on about the Guildhall field test stuff again, but I'm not. <laughs> good. Uh, well, first up, we've got a really good story, a long little story. You could easily see that in a Guildhall rulebook. Oh, absolutely. It, I mean, I read yeah. it and I was really enthralled in it. It's got references to previous things happening. A little bit it's, of satire. Uh, I mean, a little bit of satire. It's yeah, quite I'm... aggressively satirical <laughs> of the Gilbal Field Test in total, but also ties into the breaking of the union and greed getting the band back together. Though I felt a little Blues Brothers stuff coming through. <laughs> it was good. I mean, straight up good. Mm. And I think the player is very interesting. 
very I, fantastic. I've been. Yeah. I really love the inventiveness of the new mechanics and ideas that Longshanks brings in. I yeah. love things that affect not necessarily the game as it is on the table, and I think a Longshanks character is perfect for that. Mm. Yes. So we should first off say the character is called Longshanks. Hey. Yeah. And um, I'm... oh, yeah, go go Vaz. Oh, no, no, I was just saying, I, I think looking at the player, it's like, yeah, it's interesting. It's just that it's, it's a coach player, but then you start to read it and start like cog start to turn your head. You're like, well, I could do this. This is this, this is this. It's really interesting. It's what you sort of expect from a player of Henry, Henry's caliber, I suppose, really. Mm. But, um, well, Dan, do you want to talk about the bit you like the most? So that's most of the card. But, um, <laughs> so, the predominant thing I'd like to talk about is the back of the card. Because the yes. back of the card does... N- everything on the back of the card either references stuff that happens outside of the game or stuff that happens before the game. Mm. Uh, so the back of the card's got three things. It's got uh, underhanded tactics, which is... I'd cast this as... A, uh, it's a fluff thing on top. You'd, it's not really... Like, it's not where the power is. But at the start of the game, after the kill has been resolved, choose one enemy or just stuff the bleak condition. Really, that's just... You're draining them of a momentum or three hit points. Yeah. Yeah. But I like the fluff of like someone from the U's like stabbed them before or. Yeah, like, like uh, it reminds me of yeah, the bit where uh, Commodus puts the like little arrow or little knife into uh, Maximus at the start of that fight they have at the end of Gladiator. Or in. Spoilers! One, oh, yeah, in the sorry, John. rule book, uh, Snakeskin does shift. Oh, do they? So, yeah. Ah, okay. Um. Uh, although that happens during the match, not before. Uh, he's then got, for old time's sake, when this model is selected, this is really the probably the big one. Mm. When this model oh, is selected really. for a roster, you may replace one squaddy already selected for that roster with a veteran squaddy with the same name, regardless of that veteran's guild of affiliation. So suddenly your your decimate becomes veteran decimate, oh. your gutter becomes veteran gutter, something along those lines. Which yeah. is so, so cool. Such a cool idea. And when you it read really when you read the fluff, it makes so much sense as well because the idea is that these guys who've been who've run off at the end of the breaking of the union still have kind of dirt. The union still has dirt on them. It still has ways to to you know to twist the knife about things they probably don't want revealed, even to their new guildmates. So it's a way to um blackmail them into having to come back to play so it says for old time's sake but that's sarcastic um and one of the things i also it tickles me about it a little bit um is that for the longest time in all of the other seasons there was this problem with trying to balance union players going into other guilds whereas now it's the reverse of trying to balance other (laughs) guilds players going into union (laughs) yeah where you're like wait vet rage is doing what with vet found tooth uh, <laughs> Blackheart's doing what with uh, Spigger? Hmm. <laughs> oh no, you can't do it with Spigger. Apologies. No, because you can't have standard Spigger in the roster. Yeah, you're right. Um, and it's and when it's, leg- it's actually done at the roster selection level. So yes. it's when you say, "Okay, I'm going to include decimating my no veteran decimating my 12. Oh, Wait, what the? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say. What's going on? I think that might mean Dan's meat's ready in his smoker. Oh, do you reckon? Yeah, I'm so jealous. Oh, I thought I was wondering if Dan was running out of batteries and had to like plug in or something. <laughs> I think it's his smoker. So, Longshank's front of his car. Um, five, seven, tap five. 
The book's not super impressive, but I like the momentous one damage dodge on two, which is very union pirate. Oh, yeah. um, his character plays calling in favors. Target model suffers one damage and a two inch push. If that model is a veteran, it suffers a four inch push. I like that playing with the naming of the characters. I quite mm. like. That. Um, and then he's got below the belt t- uh, target friendly model gains plus one tack and shove the boot in plus one damage to play with damage lots against target stuff in the lockdown condition. So again, great. So they're both costed at two, and this player's is a two three inf cap. So he can only do one of them. Which is a nice balancing mechanic for two really exactly. nice plays. Exactly. Um I mean just it's just a good solid player that's gonna really be interesting. Mm, I just yeah it's, there's a lot of new ideas oh, involved we- here. We didn't talk about the legendary. I think Dan was about to, and then he started beeping. I'm sure it's his meat, really. Um, Born paid for. You may exchange up to two game plan cards in your hand with the same number of unpicked or... Apologies for that. It was my uh, grill being aggressive at me for not having enough fuel. Ah. Right, well, you called me just talking about the legendary. You go. I was literally just reading it. No, go, go, go. No, no, talk about the legendary, Dan, because you were doing the back of the card. Do it now, go. Legendary play, bought and paid for. You may exchange up to two game plan cards in your hand with the same number of unpicked or already played game plan cards. Mm. Already played. Picture. That's the bit that, pick, that I picked up on. Is so, your... <laughs> there are. There's one piece of clarification is can you pick up your opponent's cards? I'm assuming not. I would say no. Well, it, second it, piece, ooh, I was hoping you could. It, if they've already played it, yeah. That's a rules as written. Because then what happens if. Because you get to exchange it, so it's not like they're down on cards. True. Yeah. Uh, and second, after you do that, you have perfect information of where all the plot cards are in the game, which is yeah. insane. <laughs> I love the idea of, like, top of turn two, your opponent slams their, their seven, and you're like, oh, fuck, they're going first this time. And then you pop the legendary and pick up the seven, and then you just go... And just smile. Guess who's going first <laughs> next time, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> He's one of those players where you look at it and go, well, that, yeah, it seems quite average, this and that. And then you start to think about it and you're like, oh my gosh, is this bonkersly overpowered? This could be yes. really fun. And you, and you just go, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is this a... Uh, yes. Is this yes. A, I, I mean, a, I'd want this character just for old time's sake. Hey. Ah. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, don't really expect anything less from Henry. He's a, you know. He knows his shit. He knows his shit. Yeah, exactly right. Um, but yeah, I think that's a great one. Really good. Yeah, I, I really like yeah. this design. This is this is some really cool, really unique ideas. Um, what veterans does that mean? I like thinking on which veterans that means. Bantu, Gutter, uh, Decimate, Gutter, Decimate Hemlock, Hemlock, and one more. Minx. Minx was a captain. But oh my gosh, you can have veteran so. Minx. Yeah, Minx. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You could do some filming yeah, stuff. That means you're not playing normal minx, so really, yeah, which is yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you're only hyped about you're only hyped about veteran because you can't have the OG. That's a good point. Yeah, I, I mean, think um, I feel Red like Fury, Red Fury and Vet Bantu for something that was originally errated not to be able to be done on the card. So, yeah, 
I uh, I think also you got to think that be, I mean before this more before Vet Greed came out they had the, that kickoff issue. Imagine bringing Vet Decimate along with this guy, so it's like now my kickoff issue is fixed. Well, you still <laughs> don't have that many ways to like enhance her range. Oh, I suppose yeah, you haven't got like, the same speed buff. You've got quick foot, you've got quick time, but that's it. Yeah, true. It feels probably enough. And you're missing second wind as well. But yeah, I mean, yeah, but still, I still think it's really some really cool I stuff you can so. do. Yeah, it will be messy. Cool. Uh, like it feels well. like there's just so much flavour in that player. Mm. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, talking of flavour, let's move hey. on to flank. Uh, so this is from our very own Richard Bailey, one of the Spartans. I'm just gonna pop, grab a drink, two six, but crack on. <laughs> so for anyone that knows Rich, uh, he's. An exclusively a butchers player. Yes, and he, he he pushed for Lane hard in the in the free seats draft. He came up with the uh, smoked meat phrase, yep, and then he got Lane, and then was like, "I hate Lane. I'm never playing Lane." He doesn't hate Lane. He just doesn't rate him, which is Lane. stupid and wrong. But <laughs> I think Rick has become a much more competitive player in the time that it took Lane to. <laughs> right, I see. Um, well, first up, flank. Uh, the bloody shadow. Um, so it's kind of a like dark elf assassin from Blood Bowl. Um, really nice little story mm-hmm. told from the point of view of Sakana from the Fisherman's Guild. Um, and so there's a couple of things on here which I really like. Um, in terms of pl- uh, player, she's human, female, winger, squaddy, 30 mil base. Um, it's sort of what you expect from a bro, but she's another four O player, so no armor, and the inf is one three. Um good damage because it's a brewer, obviously. Tackle on one. It Butcher. feels almost like he's it feels like he's making how he wanted Lane to be. That's how it feels to me. It's possibly the case. He's yeah. probably spitefully going, Well, this is I'm gonna do my own lane with blackjack. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, well, um the character plays is backstab. Target enemy model takes one damage. Then place this model in base contact with the enemy model. Which kind of reminds me of, um, was it Crucible's the first character play slip past? Yeah. I was thinking of Hearn as well. Basically, yeah. So it's only, this is only hitable off the guild of the playbook on the second column. Or combined further up, but yes. Yes, or combined further up, sure, 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 sure. Um, And then uh, that's the only character play 16 HP, recovery of eight. What, this is a really interesting one. Hit them where it hurts. This is a trait. This model gains plus one damage to all playbook results when attacking a model with zero arm. Which I think is quite clever. I think it was a nice new new trait. Works with Ox. Yeah, I mean, oh, on, on an Ox legendary turn, there's a potential mom five on one with uh, with flank. So if you're Do you playing know what? I've farmers... not thought about that, I'll be honest. I hadn't considered that they would be taken to zero arm. By Ox, yes. Oh gosh, yeah. Do you, do you know what? Until you said that, I hadn't either. I was thinking of like plus the the damage buffs. Yeah, of course. No, when we get the 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 armor debuff aura. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, Dan was on it. I wasn't. So, also, I think Ox has. Um, is it they ain't tough or weak point or something? Uh, they ain't tough. Yeah. yeah. I think. So you can't quite take Anvil to um, <laughs> zero armor, <sighs> but two arm models you can take to zero armor with Ox. Hmm. That's interesting. That makes me like her more, actually. 
Uh, then we've got Like a Shadow, 60 Dora. Once per turn, when an enemy model ends a dodge within this aura, this model may immediately make a two-inch dodge directly towards the enemy model. It's Not like quite a... shadow-like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is like, well, it's like a shadow. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, heroic play from the shadows. This model may dodge four inches. If this dodge puts a, another enemy model within its melee zone, it must immediately make an attack against that model, which is why I guess it's got an impact of one three figure, so he's got an extra attack in from the heroic. Mm. Um, oh, I read no, that as it says no. it must immediately make an attack. You have to spend yeah. the influence to make that attack. No, 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 no. You, I'm pr pretty sure you've both got this wrong. Cool, okay. The enemy model must attack the... This right. model may dodge four inches. If this yep. dodge puts another enemy model within its melee zone, it must immediately make an attack against that model. Oh, that yeah. model. Sorry, I missed that one. Yes. No, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm yeah. confident. It was, I was focusing on the immediately, like it was forcing, so I was assuming it was doing it. To, but it, no, it I mean, it is immediately forcing, but I think it still has to, sp uh, flank still has to spend the influence to attack after the heroic. Interesting. Well, but then what if you do it on zero influence? Yeah. I, I know. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I think... I think that I'm right. I think he's dropped the imp cap or the imp stat at the beginning the because they're getting a, a free attack off the heroic. So it should say free attack in the heroic then. Yeah. But Without I mean, functionally, it's a, I like this player. I have to say with my sort of, I feel like I've got over my PTSD of butchers, which was my, from my very well, first painting with Dan. Yeah, that's why I'm painting it. I finally feel I've just got Immersion over therapy. I've had one game with them now, I think, or two games with them, I think, and I've had fun with them. Um, but I could see her being a player. Um, yeah. It's it's not as outlandish as some of the ones we've got. It, Rich feel I feel like Rich has really gone for one that is real. Like, I could see this player being a player. And I liked his um, his fluff excerpt, felt, felt like one of those little ones that's just as a little player um, sort of thing. So, you know, like in the season one book, it was just like a short... Which, to be honest, Fluff. are my favourite Fluff excerpts. Yeah, the little, the little excerpts much, rather than I whole really story. like those rather than stories, just because I find it really interesting seeing little excerpts from other people's perspectives. I, I enjoy story told from um, other people's perspectives. Mm. I mean, I, just, um, yeah, I, I really like it, and Rick, Rick yeah. likes writing Fluff as well. Yeah. Really I think 16 HP might be on the high side for a butcher. 4 -0, Yeah, I... No, but even then, like, Shanks, what? 13, 14? 14. But she's slower than Shank and has lower inf cap. Oh, no. I don't know if she's slower after all the slipping about yeah, and dodging. Yeah, she's not significantly slower. She's not a two-inch melee. I'll give yeah, you that. like 5-7, the heroic for the dodge, so 11-12 inch threat. I'd shave some HP off, but apart no from dodges, that, I really, so... I really like this. Yeah, yeah. oh no, and I really the, like it. I think you could drop The mom five at the more. top of the book scary. One, two, three, five. Yeah. yeah. And the idea of her on the ops, I have to be honest, Dan, I hadn't seen that. That is... Well, I like... I Rick's really an like ox main, Rick, so I'm yeah. assuming... That's why he's done it, so that... Oh, my yeah. gosh, yeah. When this, when the ox legendary is off, this, guy, this girl's getting a base three damage buff, and then you can obviously tool up for that uh, mom five on one, mom six on two, mom seven on three. No, mom eight on three, sorry. Or have I... No, I've added that up wrong. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Mom seven on three. I was right. Yeah, Jesus. Um, no, it's lovely good. work. I, really I like that it. player a lot. Yeah. Um. Oh, for Christ's sake! Should we go on to this abomination? 
Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> oh, this is this is a freaking sin. I love the fact that they all sent it with the meme, which is the you can fit so many. Um, <laughs> you can fit so many typos on this bad boy. The car salesman <laughs> patting Stout. Yeah. I'm back. Oh. So Stout is this. Oh, just it's so horrific good. Honey badger. <laughs> And I'm, I'm going to briefly read you. So this is created by what's been called the Coomba Hive Mind, which I think is uh, Coomba, Margotson. So Coomba and both Margotsons, Dave and Steve, as well as Matt Price. So this is four people. Of, it's taken four people to create this <laughs> horrific thing. Um, I'm going to just re read you their email. A few important things. Stout Fluff will only be released as memes. No actual background will ever be provided. The stout card will have a fold-out for the sides that is longer. Uh, with the, release... the back of the card is longer than the front. Yeah. yeah. With the release of stout, half dice will be added into the core rules. We recommend cutting a dice in a die in half with a cheese knife to create a half die. So, ah, oh, fuck me. Stout has. Oh. <laughs> stout has. I'm going to actually do a card read for this because it warrants it. Stout is a 1-inch melee with a 5-7 move, tack 3, def 3 arm 1, and an inf cap of 1-2. So far, so reasonable. Kick dice. <laughs> Kick is 0.5 with a 4-inch range. Can we, can we get a ruling on Barry? Can you decimalise a dice? Yes. Okay. <laughs> In the physical terms, yes. Playbook is mom 2 on 1, and then on 2, you've got mom 2 guild ball or mom 3. Which in Bruce is just abhorrent. Especially with Flea. Yeah, especially with Flea. 12 hitboxes. Okay, character play. So for one influence or a guild ball, center a. It's, this is tactical chunder. Center a 3 inch AoE on top of this model, which remains in play. Any model hit suffers the poison condition. This AoE counts as fast ground. This model then gains put me back in coach and then suffers the taken out condition. It must have been at the pub when they did there's this. A lot, there's a lot. I, I'd also like to know who did the artwork and <laughs> can we just get them to redo all of SFG's artwork? Yeah, agreed. I mean, I'm still I'm still stuck on the half dice. Well, you, cut, you cut a dice in half. Yeah, but I'm just I'm questioning where do you cut? In the middle. Where where so, you want? Because then it's even. It's list building. As okay. long as you cut the dice in half, so you've got half the dice, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> well, you definitely cut it so that... Can you cut it so that you can, like, you cut a weird, like, angular so, cut through it? So you've so, got just the four, five, and six on the dice, right? So I'm That's looking at want. a dice right now. If you cut it diagonally, you can get a dice that only has the six and the four showing. See, I like the idea of cutting down the middle of the six. Like, Why would you so do you've that? got three... So you've got three on each side because then your top half is a five. And then it does make the three humorous because then you get a dice that gives you a one and a half value. And I want to see what they do with that. Oh, interesting. See, I, I, I was with Dan. I was going diagonally underneath so that you cut off the the three and the one side. And you cut three the through the five and the two side, leaving you with a six, a four, and then two sort of... Either, well, the two will be blank, and the the side that had the five on it will have like a probably like a one. It also and depends whether you use a dice or a numbered dice. 
I'm telling you, this is list building in Guild Ball. They've cracked it. <laughs> I love it. I can't... I mean, evidently good things come to the people at the pub. This is, this is just... Like, oh my god, it's so hard to unpick. So now the fold-out back of the card. Yeah. This is spectacular. <laughs> Which also, I really like the fact that it's fold-out purely for three lines of rule text and the treat bar. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, I mean, you can also clearly see where they've just clipped stuff from other cards and just stuck it on because it's got Furious that still has part of the Butcher's um, symbol behind it. I'm trying to work out... I think it's Scum's card that they've just drawn Stout over the top of. Uh, yeah, because I, I think I can see Orange Cat in the background. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's got Furious. Then it's got something called Very Berserk. If this model damages an enemy model with an attack, this model makes an additional attack without spending influence. This ability cannot generate a further additional influence from itself. Which yeah, is just berserk. But they call it very berserk. But they call it very berserk. Uh, no, because does berserk state playbook damage? Uh, true, but Tactical Chunder doesn't cause damage. Well, I'm saying it's specifically not berserk <laughs> fair enough i'm just double checking whether I'm... and then we've got some chumbawamba references <laughs> yeah no no um... i think it let me i'm just holding up board to if ah no i found the difference okay okay it works on counterattacks mm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and parting blows oh christ but what that means it's hilarious because that means you can counterattack, hit a tactical chunder, and immediately take yourself out. Yes. And then immediately come back on with put me back in, coach. Technically, with a free attack store. So what you do is you counterattack, do very berserk for like a mom two, and then on the berserk attack you take the mom two free takeout and then come back on. So can I also? I think this is how it works. I'm not a I'm not a rules guy. So I think if you um, take a counter-attack, on your first attack, take Tactical Chunder, or take the two damage Tactical Chunder, you can then put me back in, coach, engage a different model and berserk that model, I think. Yeah, with free attack, yeah. Yes. Technically, yes. Agreed. Technically, During someone work. else's activation. Yes. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> this badger has freaking problems, man. And then, so the Chumbawamba is, uh, so he gets knocked down, which is this model may remove the knockdown condition from itself with the Starbase activation. And so then, he gets back up again, you say? Yeah, exactly. He takes a lager drink. This model may not be allocated influence during the allocation phase, despite having a 1 2 influence. This model yeah, so may he hold. Sorry? He, can, he generates it, he doesn't allocate it. Yeah, he generates. He, he, may not, he may not be allocated it, then why does he have a 2 influence cap? Why not just have 0? Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Tapper gives it to him. You're quite right, Barry. So, this model may not be allocated influence during the allocation phase. This model may hold beer tokens. At the end of this model's activation, if it has any influence or beer tokens, it must use Tactical Chunder before its activation ends. So, whatever you're doing with Stout, if it's got anything on it, it's going to kill itself. Unless you, unless you, spend, you, it. Unless you spend it all. Un unless you're playing Gilball Field Test, in which case you just always... You can spend... Uh, is it two beer tokens you can spend per turn? Or th if you're not... Unless you're... Um, uh, pot. 
I think it is. I'm just thinking if you get if you end up getting two beer tokens on him, you can still spend them both. That's okay. So you don't have to take yourself out. Um, white lightning. Oh, that that's that. I could taste white lightning when you when I read it. <laughs> I could taste it mixed with Ribena. Um, this model makes a cum This model gains a cumulative plus one damage and plus one attack each time this model resolved an attack in which it takes one or more damage results. So anytime it causes damage, it gets plus one damage, plus one attack. Which, when you combine with Furious and Very Berserk, gets stupid. Yeah. You pretty rapidly get to, like, four or more damage on one result. And I say all more because you've got shit like Commanding Aura or Tooled Up. Or, yeah, oh my god. Or both. Get this guy in Tapper with Flea. Get him to, like, attack five, six, before he starts attacking. And then um, this is when we get to even sillier mode. Yeah, yeah. The, the, what's come so far has been relatively normal. <laughs> <laughs> the heroic play is happy hour. Not a legendary, heroic play. This heroic play can only be used on turn 3+. plus. So, uh, is, that, is that a plus or is that a full stop? It's uh, meant to be a plus, but a it's very, stop. very small. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe it is a full stop. This heroic play can only be used on turn 3. Okay. No, do you know what? That makes more sense. That's Which a... means it basically never gets used, so that's fine. So it's balanced yeah. and we'll leave it that. Yeah. Um... So th this model may not suffer the taken out condition during its activation. And yes, that is what it says. They did mention about the typos. <laughs> this model's inf stat becomes 0 8 for this turn, and it is allocated 8 influence. This model may not <laughs> counterattack. This model may not be counterattacked this activation. Once this model's activation ends, it must take the tactical chunder without spending influence. This model cannot gain put me back in, coach. Oh, that hurt to read. Uh, everything's I mean everything's written become, differently. It to becomes an eight eight kill bot. I mean, yeah, it just becomes something that automatically kills the world and then dies. Uh, right. Uh, okay, Andy Thorngate has. <laughs> <laughs> there created... is so much more packing stuff. Oh, we're just gonna leave that there. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Does anyone have any? Well, uh... at least now we understand how the meetings go when they're discussing new players at SFG. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's amazing. Let's not be around the bush. This is fantastic. I mean, it's it's an abomination. It is an abhorrent amalgamation of nonsense. But yeah, it, it is brilliant as well. Mm. <laughs> so, moving on to Andy Thorngate, friend of the show who always contributes. Yep. And we have a blacksmith player called Bucket. <laughs> or is it Bucket? Yeah, he's had a really cool uh, little pencil sketch, which I really like. We've got a cool little story um, about how he becomes a player. Um, the the only thing I don't like about this guy is the fact that his imp is 3-3. Three, three. That's and he's a, the master, right? And it, well, he's an apprentice. He's an apprentice. Yeah. Oh, is he? Ah, right. So that's my only thing I'm not so keen on. Um. Yeah, apprentice squaddy. Yeah. Um, but basically, it's a, a squad heat for the Blacksmiths, 
who's got singled out and nimble. Why does he have nimble? <laughs> Why can he become a 4 3? <laughs> yeah, so can we stop three... making Death 3 armor 2 apprentices, please? <laughs> he's Death 3 2 at the minute. Um, but the, the thing oh. about him is uh, mopping up. So this is the back of the card. They take a kick if ball is in melee. So that's fine. Cool. That's like the give it a whack for thinking uh, yeah. separate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we've got kick the bucket. Friendly master models within one may move this model up to its base move, which is four. <laughs> which is yeah. Which is an interesting. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So is that uh, that trait is activated in the master's activations, presumably? I, I don't know. And it doesn't say that that only one, happens once. Only once or yeah, every so in theory you could move him 12 inches just with that yeah. trait. You could pass Bucket around before he activates. Yeah. And <laughs> I do quite like this one. Soapy. At the beginning of this model's activation, if it is engaged, it may immediately make a one-inch dodge. It's kind of like Baby Shadow-like. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a really interesting... I really like Kick the Bucket. And I really hope it isn't just like one of them can do it, so that your your masters can pass passing, around. passing around like an additional ball, and then he comes at you with his actual activation. Well, God that... forbid if Bucket has the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's his intent. I think the idea is Bucket's got the ball, and then he suddenly like ping pongs between all the masters up to the ball, up to the goal. Yeah, I like that. It's another instance of singled out in the guild. Jesus. Hmm. And he's yeah, two, you can get to four three. Two each melee tackle on two, my favourite. Momentous tackle on two. I would also point out he's got both momentous three and non momentous three on three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, um, I think sometimes I'm... you just want to take non momentous damage. Okay? Sometimes... sometimes you don't want to win the mom race. Yeah, you're what playing you against Obulus, and you just don't want to give it to him. All right. Yeah, I, that's a really niche point, but you're right. I also love how singled out is on six. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally there. But is it there? Is it there? <laughs> and I, I really like the first result. You can either push him or you can dodge him. You know. It makes him feel <laughs> like he, he I mean the, the art and that playbook kind of make him feel rickety. Like he's kinda of like just clanking about and like a little bit. It, the art is very much like this is a this is a villain from Banana Man from the eighties. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's spectacular. I love it. Yeah, it's cool. Um, what is he? Oh, he's a midfielder. Yeah. I mean, okay. any model with a two-inch melee and attack, a momentous tackle or two, I automatically like. I like the fact that he's got a, a dodge on one, makes him a bit faster. I would like the kick the bucket clarified to know how many masters can do it. I want to clarify that all three can, and it's in the master's activation. Um, mm. The only thing I want is that influence change to one three, like you said, so that it doesn't break yeah. the twelve influence rule. Yeah, otherwise, it's otherwise it will be the best ever Yeah, otherwise I would just play him because it's two extra <laughs> influence, and suddenly yeah. I've got my uh, my fourteen influence team. It's what batteries are for. I wonder who like who he had in mind as a master for him. Oh yeah, that's. A good I idea. kind of see him. With because of the movement nonsense, I kind of see him with Faris. Yeah. And he's, uh, they both have that kick. Oh my god! Like, if you don't want to do anything with the ball, and let's face it, a lot of the time as blacksmiths, that's a very good option. Um, 
just giving this guy the ball and sitting in sentinel in cover with nimble up <laughs> it feels like just the week, biggest like where dick you take move. three sentinel masters and they just pass him around between each other whenever you try and threaten one of them no you take you take two and burnish come on like you yeah, want to give this guy as many sorry. defenses as you My can bad. I forgot you about take burnish. two and burnish and you pass him around a bit of cover actually hang on what is it is it and it's a it's he moves up to his base move, so you can sit around cover and he can move over the top of it if it's a jog. Yeah, you can bend it like Beckham. You can, be <laughs> <laughs> you can bend it like Bucket. Bend it mm. like Bucket, yes. Oh, mm. lovely. No, cool. really, really fun design. Right. Before we... Um... Well, first up, we should say those are all our entries. Yes. Yes. So we, those are our we entries. We received 11 entries, so thank you very much to all of the you who entered. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I was. Uh, that was really good. And we had, unfortunately, we had a couple of people I, who were designing stuff and just either didn't get a chance to or forgot to send it in. Um, so apologies to those people. Yeah, I had a few people message me after it was over going, oh, am I too late? And I was like, no, just send it in. And they never did. Yeah. <laughs> I love character design and I love talking about character design. So this sort of thing just gives me a kick anyway. Like, yeah. Yeah, I it's fun. Absolutely. Right. Um, quick pee break and then we will talk about which ones we liked. Does anyone else need to pee or get a drink or anything like that? Yep, that sounds good. Cool. All right, back in a sec, guys. Hype train. We have had some thinking time. We've we've mulled over which entries we want to put forward as our champion, and honestly, it's been really difficult. <laughs> I think at some point we've all had the thought that we wanted each of the eleven to be our champion. So it was very hard to narrow it down to to four. It yeah. really was hard. Yeah. So are we even gonna stuff like, even stuff like um, cuddles the banda? Like, I honestly think there is, like, genuinely things that does, like, deserve even the, like, joke entries being there. Like, even Stout, I think, has a reason for... <laughs> I, actually, do you know what, Dan? I'm going to say I don't agree. Stout has That's no like... place existing, <laughs> let alone <laughs> be the champion. Stout is lucky it's still in the inbox. <laughs> Stout's lucky it's not in the pub. <laughs> oh... So, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Barry, as you've been sort of comparing the episode, would you like to go first with your chosen champion? My chosen is COVID nineteen from John Boo. Um, nice. No one actually sent in a sort of quote unquote my player, aka Alloy, <laughs> but John's effort and work in this is brilliant i loved it the art is great the cars are great the story is great the presentation is great and the player looks fun it seems like a really good solid mortician nice bit of damage i can see it fitting in really nicely i just think it was a great choice and that's what i've gone for absolutely agree yep couldn't couldn't agree more yep i really really like 
John? I mean, not much discussion with mine, really. It's a bit <laughs> of a given, I think. Play the player. Uh, yeah. I go with the, the Dota contribution of Brewmaster. I think it was fantastic. So that was Pavel's? Yeah, Pavel's yeah, Brewmaster. Panda as well, whether it should have a playbook or not. Yeah, we need to find okay. that out. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't wait. And never know, I might even ask him for a game of Dota off. <laughs> so, Matt, who was yours? Um, I'm going to go with a player from a guild I hate, or don't, don't really hate, but like, don't they are not for me, but a player I loved, and that is uh, Pillar. Um, yeah. I just think she's a cross between, like I said, between Lagatha and Olivia Armstrong. So, that two, two uh, characters I love. Um, and she's just got some really cool... Uh, new mechanics. I just think she fits really well into the existing Mason's Guild. I think that's just so a lovely design player. That was Ed. That was Ed, uh, Ed Vandal. Yeah, so Pillar, we all liked Pillar, didn't we? That was mm-hmm. a, really, a classic a classic Mason thing. It was a very solid choice. Mm. So, Daniel, that leaves you. Uh, it, it's honestly tough, but I... I love Longshanks. I love thought that's got into it. I love uh, it's such a me player. Mm. The flop's great. So I'm, yes, yeah. Henry K's Longshanks. Absolutely agree. Longshanks. Is... That wasn't abundantly clear to everyone who knows me. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I saw it. I saw it come in the inbox. I was like, well, there's Dad's fave. I yeah. think we all. Also, I think to be honest, all of us had a really, really big love for Longshanks. For me, that background piece was just absolutely fantastic. I yeah, mean, really aside good. from all the really inventive new mechanics that are kind of affecting not the game like while it's going on, but the pre-game and all that sort of stuff. Just I love that background piece. Amazing one. Yeah, it's good. So those are our top four choices. That's it. We have it. But like like we said, we, we loved all of them. Absolutely, so, we appreciate so much that people entered. It was really hard to pick; like that wasn't not clear cut at all. Yeah, we've, we've yeah we've had we've had to do some soul searching to choose our uh, our champions each. Mm. So we're gonna well, I'm gonna post up all the entries, and then I'll post up uh, our, these entries. What we're gonna try and do is see if the people that made them want to talk to us, so we can put them in an episode. Um. And that will help us make our decision to who is going to be the winner. Yeah, so yeah, hopefully we'll do like a short, I don't know, 10, 15 minute episode with each of you guys about your player and what what gave you your ideas, what you were what you were sort of thinking about. I mean, we haven't asked you yet, but <laughs> we're going to try. should have a goddamn playbook or not. Yeah, yeah. Powell, we got Come on, Powell. Is there a playbook? <laughs> um, well, I think that's it then, chaps, isn't it? Yeah, smashed it, nailed it. Good work, guys. Um... Well, hopefully we'll be back sooner than we have been talking more about these players. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, hope everyone's all right there. Stay safe. Stay socially distant if you can. And please do roll better.
there's like that you you'll need you might need to find and edit the dan bit early on sure. i mean you can keep that as after credits if you want <laughs> uh right stop recording so who would like to go through this player first i say dan because you're good at this sort of card read thing oh shit let me prepare at least fuck um, pardon our dust uh, oh that's <laughs> that sound effect is a bit of a hint is it? It sounded like a B. Spoiler alert. Oh, did it? Okay. Um, spoiler alert. Right, yes. Um, so Dominic Westland, friend of the show, um, has sent us Comb, the Hive of Activity, who is a squaddy for the Farmers Guild. Uh, oh my fuck, I really should have prepared. Um, <laughs> Barry, there might be some editing needed Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> or, or not, and just leave it like it because it's brilliant. Cold... <laughs> Dump me into. Uh, so. God. You're doing terrific. What's, like, what's tough? Just, would you like? Would you like me to go through it? Yeah. You did. You did say that you'd printed them off. So I was like, "Oh, it's all right. Barry's going to introduce them." And then you were like, "Dan, good luck." I was like, "Oh shit, I need to load up mine." Yeah, I was going to say you better get ready on it, John, because it could be you at any it's moment. Like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was more because I, I'm, I'm not going to read them all because you know we got to spread the love. Well, I thought we weren't going to like read read them. We were just going to talk about what we like. Oh, I, th I think we've got to read them a little bit to give you know to justify their actions. Like they, you did good. I want people to know it, and we'll post them up as well. What's really good is that we've decided this before we started the cast, which shows our level of professionalism. Yeah, second to none. <laughs> <laughs> 